Okay, so the topic is, is Heseba a mitzvah b'chnei asma, or is Heseba a din in Dalit Kosos and in Matzah? Okay, that's the question. And there's a very well-known briskerov, Perek Zion Halacha Zion, that says that this is a machlokas rishonim. Quotes the Rambam. Says, uh, by the way, I always found it interesting that the Rambam says, actually, says it a number of times. If you look at it, I never really had a good shot in there. When a person has suda on this night, but you don't really hear him saying these dinim by uh, by Purim, you know, when you're having a suda by Yom Hazeh. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's okay. That's going to be a nice pshat. It says, You're supposed to eat and drink, and you're supposed to be leaning in the uh, in the derecheros. So the Rambam here is a very nice kiddush that really. You're mechuyev to do Haseba during matzah and dalit kosos, but if you lean the entire meal and briskers, by the way, do Haseba the entire meal, so that is also a hareza uh, meshubach. The question is, what does the Rambam mean when he says hareza meshubach? And the Rav analyzes it and he says, "Medivrei Rambam ma'elu mavur the mitzvah Haseba he mitzvah b'fnei atzma sheyochel v'yishda balayla azeva who mesed derecheres." So the Briskarov explains as follows. What do we see from this Rambam? The mitzvah is Haseba. It's a mitzvah b'fnei atzma. What's the raya? When the Chachamim were Mesakin, the Hesebo, they said there's a Chiv to do it by Matzah and by Dalit Kosos. However, that is only in terms of the Mitzvah Chiyuvis. What does the Rambam mean when he says, meshubach, to lean the entire meal? That's a Mitzvah Chiyuvis. Therefore, what do you see from this? You cannot say that the mitzvah of Heseba is a din in just Dalit Kosos and Matzah. Because if it was a din in just Dalit Kosos and Matzah, so then we would only have Heseba during Dalit Kosos and Matzah. From the fact that the Rambam says there's a mitzvah kiyumis, to lean the entire meal, so you see that there's a mitzvah of Neyatzma. That is the Rav's analysis of the Rambam. How do you get that the Rambam says the mitzvah kiyumis because it says Arayza Meshubah? Right. Because what does Hareza Meshubach mean? From a halachic perspective. Hareza Meshubach doesn't just mean it's a nice thing. L'chaira, it means that there's some sort of kiyam ha-mitzvah. But is it dafka with achila and shtia? Like if you, would, if you would lean when he's not ochel or shotet? Yeah, yeah. I think, actually, um, I think actually that uh, briskers lean the entire Haggadah. And lean by maggot as well. But is that, it doesn't seem to be based on the Rambam. That's, I think there's other shitas that say that you should lean the entire Haggadah. Now, yeah. What will happen? What will happen if you hold 
that Haseba is not a mitzvah b'fnei atzma, but it's just the din and dalad kosos and matzah. So right off the bat, we would say that you are, there is, first of all, there's no mitzvah kiyumis to lean outside of those dalad kosos and matzah, but there will be a more fundamental nafkamina. The more fundamental nafkamina will be, let's say you did dalad kosos, but you forgot to lean. Should you be choser or mavarech? Do you have to do the kos again? Because if you say that Haseba is a din in Dalad Kosos and you failed to do Haseba, so then you failed to do the mitzvah of Dalad Kosos. If you failed to do the mitzvah of Dalad Kosos, so you have to do it again. And the fact that you can do it again, as we will see in a moment according to the Rush, tells you that you weren't Yotze Dalad Kosos. Because if you were Yotze Dalad Kosos, then going back and doing it again would not be meaningful for the Haseba. Does everyone have what I just said? We'll say it one more time? Let's say it one more time. The nafkamina of whether or not we hold that Haseba is part of Dalit Kosos and Matzah will be if I forgot, do I need to be Chozer or Mavarech? Let's say for a moment, because the Rush does say this, let's say for a moment that it is a din in Dalit Kosos. So the fact that I can be Chozer or Mavarech tells me what? that I wasn't Yotze that coast to begin with. Lamarsha, let's say by Kiddush, I forgot to lean, according to the Rush. So if you want to say that you're going to be Choser and Mavarech in order that you could do Haseba, it must be that you weren't Yotze Kiddush. Because otherwise, what would the Haseba be Chal on? You understand? So this is in fact what he says. He says, Uberosha mavur de'em achala kazayis matzah below Haseba lo Yotze. Lacharam mavur mizalehepech. He's going to say the exact opposite of the Rambam. The Svir yeah, 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 you would absolutely do it again. Yeah, absolutely. He says, he, listen to what he says, the din ha-seba hu din b'kiyam ha-mitzvah shal matzah v'dalad kosos, dem lav ha-chiyam ha-lo yotzu. V'od, l'afim ha-shakosu, v'ari l'choro lo shayach klal sh'yachzor v'yachol b'ha-seba, kivan d'kar k'vayim mitzvah sachilas matzah b'shleimus. V'im bo-shum grayusu b'masha achol b'lo ha-seba, v'im kein ha-matzah sh'ochol ha-chakach, hi kashar ha-chilu v'shtiyah, kivan d'kar yotzu y so, what do we see clearly from here? That the Rush is saying that, let's go, let's take matzah as an example, that if I ate my matzah without haseba, if I was yotze matzah, again, assuming that the din haseba is not a mitzvah of neatzma, like we were, like we proved from the Rambam, but that it's actually a din and achilas matzah, a din and dalad kosos. So if I was already yotze achilas matzah, so then what would my haseba be on? It would just be on a regular achila, or on a regular shtia, if we're talking about dalad kosos. So what do we see from here? That when you're going back, and you're actually being yotze the mitzvah, it means that there was no mitzvah that was performed up until now. So we have here, a fascinating machlokas between the Rosh and the Rambam, as to whether or not Haseba is a mitzvah of Neyatzma. According to the Rambam, Haseba is a mitzvah of Neyatzma. It's a separate din. You see it by Shara Chila there's a mitzvah Kiyumis. And of course, if let's say according to the Rambam, the obvious conclusion, let's say according to the Rambam, you ate matzah and you did not lean. And again, let's say we're talking about the mitzvah Kiyumis of matzah. Yeah? Let's say you did, you missed one of the, you missed Haseba during Dalit Kosos, according to the Rambam. You're Yotze. You're Yotze. 
You didn't, you didn't, you didn't fulfill it. What was that? Are you mevatel mitzvah? For sure, you mevatel your mitzvah chiyuvis. Wait, but according to the Rambam, you of can, according to the Rambam, you can lead, you, you can correct lead on a regular as a mitzvah. Be correct, a mitzvah chiyuvis, I would say, because no, even no. even the way the Brisker Rav says it, which I think is very good that he says it this way, he says El the Chachamim kabul the mitzvah zu b'shasachilus amatzah b'shtiyas arbakosah. So in terms of the kviyas hamitzvah, the derabanan of the kviyas hamitzvah that you're supposed to do it during dalad kosos and matzah, that I think the Rambam would say. Like Nir is pointing out, that the show is over. But in terms of the mitzvah kiyumis, you could still be Yotze, a mitzvah of Haseba. Asha'in came according to the Rush. That would not be true. That would not be true. And therefore the Rush makes sense. But the Rush would say that you can't, in fact, be Yotze that way. You have to return because you haven't been Yotze. You have to be Chose. You haven't been Yotze, your Chiyav, Matzah, or Dalakos. What's the status of his mitzvah of Matzah and Dalakos? According that, to the Rush or the Rambam? The Rambam. Is that. A, Yotzei bidyevet or Yotzei lechatchila? Yotzei lechatchila. Yotzei because he has because it's two totally separate mitzvos. It's just that he hasn't been Yotzei the mitzvah as it was established by the Chachamim. He hasn't been Yotzei the mitzvah veseiba. But in terms of the of Dalit Kosos, you've been Yotzei the mitzvah one hundred percent. The question is, and I, I was always bothered by this in this briskerov. It's a beautiful analysis of a machlokes in terms of setting up the raw argument. But I was always very bothered by the fact that the Rav didn't push it a little bit further and ask, from a Lamdisha perspective, what is the Hezbra Amachlokas? In other words, let's, let's keep going. So I think we've established that there is a Machlokas. But the question is, what is the Yesod HaMachlokas here? In other words, just, yeah. Did you, are you going to still get the Tosfos? Or, or yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, well I mean, taking a step back from it, I mean, there's... There's definitely a mitzvah in the Torah to have achilas matzah, for sure. Right? Mitzvah in the Torah, I mean, the Arba Kosher or the Rabbanan, as far as I understand. But achilas matzah is 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 is, is a din Torah. Then we have this mitzvah according to the Gris, they say atzma to do to do to to do haseba. But when? Only at the exact same time as you're fulfilling your mitzvah of achilas matzah. That's the way the Chachamim established it. According to the Rambam, you say. According to the Grizz, right? The, I, I, the Grizz is not saying his own shot. He's either saying shot in the Rambam or okay, shot in the Rosh. No, according to both, right? No. As he understands the Rambam, is the mitzvah of Aseva is only done at the same time, the mitzvah of the Aseva mitzvah is done at the same time, right, as 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 as, as Matzah. That's the way the Chachamim established the mitzvah of Aseva. That's according right. to the, 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 that's according to both. That's according right. to the, Correct. The, the, the Shiloh will be, will there be a mitzvah, is there, we're There's trying to figure out if there, for the litmus <laughs> test of whether or not it's a mitzvah of Atzma, we want to know is it going Wait. to exist outside of that context. Wait, then, that's the question. You go to Daraisa if you have Matzah at Aseva? Or we're going to redefine Daraisa? Mm. Pashtas, I would say, you go to the Daraisa. I would not say that they redefined it. Okay. So, but now, yeah, but let's push it a little further. What's that machlokas? In other words, so now we have a machlokas between the Rambam and the Rush on whether or not a seba is a mitzvah of neyatzma. Question is, what's that machlokas? So for this, there is another briskarov. The briskarov is a famous briskarov. It's actually the very next briskarov. It's quite a long briskarov. I'm going to speak out some... Basically, the fundamental points of this briskarov to see if we can tie it back into our machlokas, which I think will work out very nicely. By the way, is, you, have, you have an Avraham here? Yeah, only the Rambam. Yeah. Like okay, but I, I don't need the second. Well, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll use the uh, I'll use the Rambam right now. 
Okay. I'm going to read a couple of Rambams first. Okay? Just to give us a, the sense of the territory here. Every single generation, a person is obligated laharos esatzmo, the famous diak uh, in the Rambam. It doesn't say liros esatzmo, but laharos. What's the difference between liros and laharos, guys? One is to, to, to demonstrate. Laharos is to demonstrate. So he's chayiv to demonstrate like he's leaving Mitzrayim right now. This is a mitzvah medayraisa. This display of uh, of leaving Mitzrayim is a mitzvah medayraisa. Klomar kilu ata ba'atzmach ayisa eved. You have to view it as if you yourself were an eved. V'yatsa lecheros finifteis, and you got, you were went free, you were redeemed. Then the Rambam in the next halacha says lafikach. Therefore, keshasoid adam balayla hazeh. Ever try to pay careful attention to the language of the Rambam here. When a person is having his suda. You have to eat, you have to drink, and you have to be leaning. Yeah? Not only that, you have to have dalad kosos. And not less than that. Here the Rambam quotes the Mishnah, even if the Ani, who's uh, getting food from the Tamchui, you should not have less than arbakosos. And what is arbakosos? Share called kos mehen revius. The minimal amount that you can uh, of a kos should be a revius. Okay. Then the Rambam two more halachas. The Rambam is going to go into the din of eseba and he's going to go into the din of dalad kosos. By the way, you see the structure. You just, I just want to point out from a methodology perspective. You see how the Rambam set it up. First he set up. That there was bechol dar vador chayav adam laharos esatzmo. Then he says what that means. He brings down an Indian of aseba. He brings down an Indian of dal kosos. And then he's going to expand upon those two inyanim in the next two halachos. One is going to be a haseba halacha. One's going to be a dal kosos halacha. Seems like the thread is chayru more than haseba. Well, as we as we shall see, excellent. As we shall see, very good. Afilu ani should be israel lo yachol ad sheyesev. Even an ani in uh, even an ani in klal yisrael should not eat until he's leaning. Okay, so first the Rambam goes into who is obligated and under what conditions. Then the Rambam says, You're not allowed to lean on your right side. When do you actually need a seba? When do you need it? When you're eating your kezayas of matzah to be yotze and your four cups. That's the Rambam that we've been speaking about up until now. Then the Rambam in the next halacha says This is going to be very important. It's quoting from the Gemara Sachman Kofches. These four cups you need to dilute them with water. Now everyone knows that there's two different types of wine. There's yayin chai and there's yayin mazuk. used to be that wine, that yayin was like uh, a yeah, syrup. Like, like brandy, yeah, no? correct. Brandy. Right. And they needed to dilute it with water. And the Gemara talks about there's a sheet of rava, exactly how much should you should dilute your water. You should dilute your wine in order to get the maximum taste. So these four kosos, the Rambam says, they have to be watered down appropriately. Kadesh should be a good drinking. 
And uh, what does the Rambam say? You got to know your wines, and you got to know yourself. You got to know your own taste, because you want it to be You shouldn't have less than the than a revius of this yayin chai. Now, shasa arba kosos elu miyayin she'eno mazug yatsi yidei arba kosos v'lo yatsi yidei cheiros. Let's say the following case, and this is going to be very important. Let's say you drink four cups of wine that were not diluted. So the Rambam makes a split here. The Rambam says you're going to be yotze arba kosos, okay, but you're not going to be yotze cheiros. Why aren't you going to be yotze cheiros? Because it's not. It's not derecheres. It's not a shti areva. This is your point before, right? Shasa arba kosos mezugim bevasachas. But let's say you had four good cups of wine. What does it mean bevasachas? It's machlokas rishonim exactly what it means. Does it mean that it was drunk successively, or does it mean that it was drunk not in the correct order? But whatever it means, it was drunk bevasachas. So yatsi yadecheres v'lo yatsi yadecheres kosos. Okay. So what does the Rambam say? The Rambam has the exact split, but now the opposite way. If it was a good wine, but you didn't drink it four successive times, so then, or you, I'm sorry, you didn't drink it in, in the right order, I should say, so then you were Yotze your Cheiros, but you're not Yotze your Dalad Kosos, and then the Ram. He's saying you're Yotze Cheiros, meaning it's like a separate. Very good, excellent, exactly, Bidiuk, Bidiuk, 100%, excellent Diuk. And then the Rambam finishes, and this is going to be very important to him, Shasami Kol Kosmehen Rubo Yatsa. Rambam brings an Allah, Rav Kais. Really, Me'eker Adin, how much you have to drink, Chevro? According to the Rambam, you have to drink the entire kos. Except we have Allahcha, Rubo Kakula. That's always like the Rambam. Yatsa, which one? But I would imagine in this case both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now, Rizkirov over here, Gil, I think you uh, more or less said this, but I really want to show you in the Rizkirov that Imamish makes the point that you make. You know what? Before we go there, because really it's totally in a gear, so let's uh, let's let's get to a couple of uh, anathkaminas before between the Rambam and Shitas Taisus. Before the Rambam is the Dalakosa part of Laharos uh, Atzmo. That's part of the Wicked Lefichach, but Dalakosa is also in it. Absolutely, that's okay. one of the Yukim. The Rambam says Bechol Dar Vador Chayev, yeah, Laharos Atzmo, and then he says Lefichach Kishasoy Adam Balaylo, right? And then he says, and as part of that halacha. No question, he brings down the halach of Dalad Kosos. There's no question that that is part of the... Uh, so the same Dalad Kosos are stemming from the same... Oh, yeah, yeah, see? You're ahead of me already, as usual. But the uh, but yes, that's that's absolutely the ultimate point that I'm coming to. I'm using this to dramatize the point, but it's going to be, I think, it's going to work out very beautifully. So let's look at a couple of nafkaminas. First of all, before we go to this place, let's step back for a second. There's a concept called Kosha Bracha. Okay? Koshel bracha, let's take Kiddush. The drinking of the wine is not fundamental to the bracha. In other words, when you're making Kiddush, you're being Mekadosh the Yom. In order to animate that bracha, so we make it al hakos, and you drink wine. But the drinking is not the mitzvah. Everyone has that? It's the Kiddush that's the mitzvah. So Teisvus makes a wild comparison. And uh, he quotes here, I think, from his father. His father was very bothered by this comparison. Teisus compares Dalit Kosos to Kiddush. And just to quote to you what he says from his father, he says, 
is that you can be Yotze Dalad Kosos. Who drinks the Dalad Kosos, according to Toysus? The Bala Seder drinks. Now, what does that tell you? And, what, and, and what's the Toysus' Raya? Just like Kiddush. by Kiddush. And Rechaim is very bothered by this. What's Kiddush got to do with Dalad Kosos? That's not a horror for every individual. Yeah. So, what do you see? Very good. Taisus is not holding like the Rampa. Mm-hmm. Taisus is not holding like the Rampa. The fact that Taisus says that one person can drink and Beyonce everybody is really not like the Rambam was saying, but rather that the Dalid Kosos are really Koshal Bracha. Not what we're going to call in a minute Kosos of Cheros. It's really Koshal Bracha. And just to see it inside, he says, He's quoting from his father, and he's saying, beautiful Chiddush in Taisvis, that Taisvis holds that the Dalid Kosos have nothing to do with this idea of Laharas Asmo, has nothing to do with Cheiros, like the Rambam said. It is Dalid kosos, like any koshal bracha, and the yayin is there to animate the kos. Didn't the Grizz even say for Kiddush on Shabbos day itself, everybody has to drink? No, for sure not. For sure not. Shabbos day itself, you could be Yotze Shamei Akona. For sure not. I thought there was like a grid on it that it serves a different purpose, so everybody's supposed to drink. Okay, now, that's one. That's one raya that we have, again, we have a machlokas between the Rambam and Toysvus, as we will see. According to Toysvus, the Dalit Kosos are not Kosos of Cheros, the regular Koshal Bracha. We had a Ran. Everybody knows, every kid who comes home from third grade with a knapsack that's full to the brim, full of uh, gematrias that his Rebbe has been... Uh, Bringing crossword puzzles. Right, every 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 third grade Rebbe who's been in the business for like thirty years, every year adds on another sheet or ten to his packet that he gives home. So by the time you're collecting gematrias, okay, very good. So the uh, so the everybody knows the Dal Lashon's really it's Yerushalmi. The uh, the Dal Kosos are Keneged. The Dal Lashonos of Geula, right? So the Yerushalmi Mitzachim says, but the Ran doesn't say that. The Ran doesn't say that. The Ran says, you know why we have Dalit Kosos? Because uh, we have Dalit Brachos. That's what the Ran says. The Ran says that we had Dalit Kosos, so we had Dalit Brachos. So this is what, this is a fascinating Ran, the Grizz quotes this Ran as well. Yeah. This is Mamish Taisus' Shita. Yeah? This is not, it's not because of the Dalit Lashonos of Geula, it's not Cheris oriented, it has nothing to do with that. They, it was really to animate, like every kosh Brach, it's, to, it's, it's to, animate the, uh, to animate the coast. Then we have uh, another interesting thing. Another Nachtamim. Wait, are you saying that the Rambam is, ba- the Rambam is basing it himself on the Yerushalmi that says that it's connected to the Arab Lashon Tegula? For sure. But I mean, that, that, you could... The, the, doesn't have to be a steer. I mean, that's like that's like that can be read as a as a. No, because like you'll, you'll see you'll see why the Rambam. The Rishonim doesn't necessarily bring that like as a halacha. No, no, no. It's not as I'm saying. It's not a halacha. But the point is that the Rambam's shita, as we're going to see, is that he has a fundamentally different vision of Dalit Kosos. No, but it has to be 
based on only that reason or just any reason that you have otherwise than the regular kosher bracha? I mean, it could be that for... Yeah, in other, in other, I, I, right. In other words, I don't, I, I don't think, and I think the Briskorov says this with right. I don't think that it's a regular kosher bracha right. according oh, to the Rambam sure. on any level. Okay, right. yeah. We just don't know. Well, any of the reasons. That, okay, to say that. But the point, is, the point is that the Ram was saying it in a very brisker way. In other words, the Ram is saying... We had brachos, so we have kosos. That was, there's nothing, there's nothing cheiros oriented about that. That is clear from the Ram. But I mean, like, why do we have four brachos? I mean, like, no, because we have no, because there's, no, because part of the seder, the way that the uh, Balagada set it yeah. up, is that there's kiddush, there's magid, there's halal. Can you equivalently say like the, the, the four brachos are connected to four lashonos of gula? I mean, like that's uh, yeah, but again, the there's, no, there's no sheet that says that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shami doesn't say connected to four brachos. He says connected to dalat kosos. Okay. okay, now. Another nafkamina. What will the shear of the coast be? What will the shear of the coast be? So if it's a regular koshal bracha, so what's the shear that you're chayiv in? Revius. But the ram, and what would be, let's say, in a regular koshal bracha, if you had a giant ghost with many, uh, many, many reviasin in this coast, what would be by Kiddush? How much are you obligated to drink? Revius. Very good. Regular koshal bracha. And the Rambam no, does say, what was that? By, by, by the Rambam, no, by, by the Rambam here, the Rambam here different than by Shabbos. In Shabbos, I'm not going to look it up now, but in Shabbos, you'll take my word for it, in Shabbos the Rambam brings down that you only have to drink a revius. But here, the Rambam, even though he says the minimal shear is a revius. Why would that be? Meaning, why, why wouldn't the Rambam say that there's a shear? If it's just uh, yeah, a shear Yeah, because so no, why, why, can't, why wouldn't he say... If you drink less than a shear, you're to cherub, but you're not you koso. Is it because cherub is also minimal? Meaning like yeah, I don't know if that's called the drinking even. That might not even be called the drinking. But here the Rambam is very clear. Remember, I said the end of that halacha was very important. By the way, there's a there's I'm not going to get into that right now. But there's shilas if in a regular koshal bracha, if you could be yotze with two people being mitzdarif to drink that shear, because it's not a din. In Shtiyasakos. Mm-hmm. But according to the Rambam, right, who we have this concept of Kosos of Cheros, according to the Rambam, what would you say? Surely it wouldn't work. No, if you have one of these enormous glasses, you still have Allah, you have to drink Rov Kos. And the truth is, it's Meduyak. Listen to the Lashon of the Rambam. In other words, what's the chiyav here? The chiyav is not koshal bracha. It's you're, listen to the words. Lishtos balayla hazeh arba koshal shalyain. There's a din in shtiyas akos. There's a din in the Brisker Rav makes that deal. No, because he's saying you can be yotzei rovrevius for shtiyas yain, but not for anybody more for in order to koshal is rovrevius. Let's say your kos. No, I think the minimal shear that you can drink is rovrevius. But oh, let's say you have yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, rovrevius. I don't think would be has to be minimally rovrevius. But the point is, let's say you had a much let's say you had a much larger glass. Okay. So we have, so far, three Maramakomos. Now this is the one where it gets a bit complicated. It's Gemara Psachim. We're going to take, and this is the last halacha here in the Rambam. Okay? The Gemara Psachim is going to give two scenarios. Scenario number one is going to be that you drank four kosos of yayin chai, as we mentioned before in the Rambam, Scenario number two is that you drink four successive kosos of yayin mazuk. Everyone got the case? Mm-hmm. Two cases? Same cases before as the Rambam. 
but there is going to be a very important girsa switch. The Rambam on the Rif on one hand, Taisus on the other. Okay? Let's first do Taisus. Okay? So if, let's start from the beginning, the Reisha and the Seif. Okay? If you drank four kosos of Yayin Chai, four distinct separate kosos at the proper time of Yayin Chai, so the Gemara says, Yidei Yayin Yatsa, Yidei Cheres Lo Yatsa. Okay? So you had your kosos shabracha, yeah, but you did not have cheres. What would be, however, if you had four successive kosos of yayin mazuk? So here, girsa that we have, regular girsa, and Taisus had this girsa, is fascinating lashon. Listen to the lashon: Yidei yayin yatsa, yidei arba kosos lo yatsa. Let me say it one more time. I'm sure everyone has it. If you drank four. Successive kosos, kosos of yayin mazug. Yidei yayin yatsa, yidei arba kosos lo yatsa. And how does Taisus learn yidei yayin yatsa? He says, yatsa bahen simchas yamtif. Simchas yamtif. He does not say what? He does not say cheres. He does not say cheres. He does not say cheres. You had four kosos of yayin mazug. He doesn't have this concept of koso shalcheres, according to Toysavus. What does he have? He has a concept of... He has a concept of... Yes, simchas yamtif, very good. And you weren't yotze your four kosos, because you didn't do them in the proper order. No, simchas yamtif is a No, 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 According to the Rambam, he has the idea that the Dalit Kosos are Kosos Shalcheros. How did we see that? We saw that, number one, in the, uh, in the fact that everybody has to drink. The Rambam doesn't have Allah of Shamei Ka'oni here like Taisus. Number two, we brought down the Ran. Right? The Ran said Beferish has nothing to do with the Dalit Shonos of Geula. It's simply because there were these Dalit Brachos. So they were animating those Brachos by instituting Dalit Kosos of Yain. Nothing to do with Cheros. Number three, we had the shear of the kos. According to the Rambam, there's a din that it has to be rov kos, which is certainly not a halacha in koshal bracha. Taisus brings down, it just has to be a revius, regular koshal bracha. And the last but not least is that this Gemara, Mamish says it beferish. According to the Rambam, what's the girsa of the riff in the Rambam? In a case of where you drink, yayin mazug, four successive times, v'vasachas, according to the Rambam, yadei cheirus yatsa, why were you yotzei cheirus? Because you had good yayin mazug. Yidei yayin, the hainu dalad kosos, lo yatsa, because it was bevas achas. But according to Shitas HaTaisvis, who holds that there's no such thing as kaisis of cheros, so what will Taisvis say? What is his gerso? Yidei yayin yatsa, the hainu, simchas yantif. Nothing to do with cheros. Simchas yantif. Yidei dalad kosos, lo yatsa, because it was bevas achas. But when the Rambam is supposed to say yidei yayin yatsa, they both mean two different things, actually. Well, again, they have different gersos. The Rambam smooths Yidei Yayin to the end, right? He says Yidei Cheres Yatsa, Yidei Yayin Lo Yatsa. So he has different Gersa. Right. The Taisus' Gersa is Yidei Yayin Yatsa, Yidei Dalad Kosos Lo Yatsa. So he's shifting where the Yayin is. When Rambam says Yayin, he means Dalad Kosos. Right. And when Tosus says Yayin, it doesn't mean anything else. It means Simchas Yantif. 
So you couldn't have a more clear machlaikas, and this is a large biskarov, you could not have a more clear machlaikas between the Rambam and Taisvis in terms of what is the nature of Dalit Kosos. Okay? Is the nature of Dalit Kosos Koshal Bracha? Or is the nature of Dalit Kosos Kosos of Cheros? And, and therefore you could split. You could be Yotzei Dalit Kosos and not necessarily Yotzei Cheros. You could be Yotzei Cheros and not necessarily be Yotzei Dalit Kosos. So when Tozo says Yedei Yain Yatsa, I mean, like, it's, so, it, it, it's a little bit of a stretch because why, like, in other words, you could drink wine, like, in the afternoon and not, not the Seder and be Yotzei Yain according to that, according to Tozo. So in other words, like, why is he there's even a, to say apparently that? So that there's, apparently, according to Taisus, there is a specific halacha of Simchas Yantav at the Suda. Again, there's always going to be a Simchas Yantav, but there's a Simchas Yantav that's defined here as part of the, as part of the Suda. Okay. So wait, wait, so according to Tosfos, according to Rambam, I understand why you drink the entire cup. Because it's, it's, it's a cost of chayrus, you want to show it, you're, you're a free person, right. you have the other Absolutely. time, and money, and everything. For sure. The entire cup of wine is right. fantastic. According to Tosfos, it should be like Rav Kos, right? Like it should be, like, should be Revius. Just Revius, that's, 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 that's it. That's exactly right. And if you, it's exactly what Tosfos says. And if you've got a big cos, Drink your avias. You don't have to drink anything more than below that. Below Lugma, Ravis. I mean, sorry, Vidyavet, below Lugma. Okay, exactly. Right. Regular case of Koshal Bracha. When he says, Lord, today, Avakos, it means Avakos and Shabracha, though. He's saying that they're both there. Right. The Rambam has this, the Rambam says there's a Din Daud Kosos. I wouldn't call it Koshal Bracha. Let's call it Koshal Bracha like Kiddush. When I say Koshal Bracha, I mean. The conceptual kosher bracha. There's, there's, there's a din dalit kosos basudo. You have to have a kos by kiddush, a kos by magid, a kos by berksamosan, and halal. Based on what you're up to in the seder. Okay. okay, so that's called that's called dalit kosos. So if you don't have it in the correct order at the right. correct time, so then you weren't yotze dalit kosos. Mm-hmm. But the kos itself, the nature yes, of the kos itself, is a kos of cheros, and therefore you could be yotze a kos of cheros even if you didn't do dalit kosos in the correct format. If you drink, just drink four, four so cups if you of wine sit and you pound four cups of wine, one, two, three, four, yeah. So then, uh, according to the Rambam, can you, you be Yotzei Why does Tzitzis need four? Why does Yeah, can you four? just drink one? That's what the Haggadah demands. The Haggadah. Uh, one second. Let me. One second. I, step, I take that back. According to the Rambam, Chayrus does not need four. You just need one. You just need any any drinking of a good yayin mazuk. Any drinking of a good yayin mazuk. Is Chayrus also like a mitzvah? If you me that like you can you can there's a there's a minimum but you can keep on doing more and there's an optimal amount. So so li- listen, I think because really this is the point you were making earlier, Gil. I just want to read a little bit here from the Briskarov. He says, and if Jason was here, I would tell him the Briskarov is a rishon. According to Rambam here, now he says, okay. how was the how did how is it formulated? There's a general mitzvah when we say this is what the Rav says. The 
in in Heseba and Dalad Kosos, the point is Sheyira Atzmo Derecheres Kiluhu Ba Atzmo Yatsa Atamim Mitzrayim. So before, in that first Rambam, when he sets up, when he sets it out, there's a mitzvah Bechol Dar Vador Chayav Adam Laharos Atzmo, right, to see yourself as if and to demonstrate you are leaving Mitzrayim. That is this concept of Cheros. How is that concept of Cheros expressed in Heseba and Dalad Kosos? Which is why, according to the Rambam Lachayra, the more you lean, Harizim Meshubach. Yeah. What's the minimum according to the Rambam of being Yotze this mitzvah of Cheres? Dalad Kosos and Matzah. Okay. With Haseba. Okay? Wait, Haseba is also Cheres though. They're both That's right. The same, uh, did, right. In other words, this concept of, there's a concept according to the Rambam of Cheres. Right. And then there's expressions of that Cheres, demonstrations of that Cheres. Dalad Kosos, as I'm going to show you, Matzah mm-hmm. and Haseba. Okay, that's, so that's the that's really the machlokas. That's really the machlokas. According to the Rambam, there's a mitzvah of demonstrating cheros, and the expressions are dalad kosos, matzah, and heseba. With this in mind, let us now return to the original machlokas that we had between the Rosh and the Rambam. Let's review. According to the Rambam, what did we say? We said that heseba is a mitzvah of neatzma. Yeah. Not necessarily intrinsically tied, though the the, the chiyuv is to lean during Dalad Kosos and Matzah. There's also a mitzvah kiyumis during the rest of the Achila and Shtiyah. And if you didn't lean by Matzah and by Dalad Kosos, according to the Rambam, you were still Yotze Matzah and Dalad Kosos. But according to the Rosh, what did we say? According to the Rosh, Mitzvah of Haseba is not a mitzvah of Neatzma. It's a din in Matzah and Dalad Kosos. So I would like to offer the following Hezbra Machlokas. This, I think, is a very nice Chiddush. I'm going to suggest that the Rosh Batsam holds like Toysus. And that the Rambam will be with Shitasa. The Rosh's Shita will be... Who was that? The Rambam has no choice in this matter. Well, that's correct. <laughs> I hope he's with Shitasa. Yeah. The um, say like this: the rush, when he looked at Dalad Kosos, what he saw was regular Koshal Bracha. But what he wanted, listen very carefully, what he wanted was that it should be Kosos Shacheros. In order to endow these Kosos as Kosos Shacheros, it was not meaningful to simply have Yayin that was Cheros oriented. It needed to be a posture of cheros that endows this as a maisa cheros. I'm using very specific language over here. So therefore, according to the rush, be'etzim, again, he's not going to hold like Tysus. He wants it to be kosos of cheros. But it won't be meaningful just to have yayin mazag there. And therefore, if you are not leaning, according to the rush, if you are not leaning during Dalad kosos, what would you say? You don't have the requirement of koso shalcheros. You are not yotze, and therefore you need to be chosek and do it again. And the same will be true by matzah. Matzah is be'etzem lechamoni. If you want to make it into a cheros-oriented experience, you the gavra, in order to make it a maisa cheros, you the gavra have to have a posture of hasebo. Otherwise you're not yotze. However, according to the Rambam, be'etzem, dalid kosos, with yayin mazug, is a cheiros experience regardless of your hasebo. It's hard to say that for matzah though. And for matzah as well. And I'm so glad you brought that up. 
I'm so glad you brought that up. Because I myself was troubled by that. And I did a little research on Shabbos. A friend of mine said it would be great if you could bring a raya that uh, the Rambam says that uh, matzah is not just lechemoni. And if you look at the previous halacha, and this is so good, because now I get to finish with this flourish, at least the Lamdash section. Right? Skipped over the houses. Made our lives bitter. Matzah, according to the Rambam, is what? Is geula oriented. So you see that the Rambam, Dalit Kosos, we understand, you have Yayin Mazuk, that's already a Cheres oriented experience, and even the Matzah, according to the Rambam, the Chefts of Matzah, though I, it's cer- certainly true that it's Lechamoni, as the Rambam Paskins earlier, are you allowed to be lush your Matzahs with Yayin, or Dvash, or Cholov? No, because then it won't be Lechamoni. Even though the Rambam will say that the Chefzah is Lechamoni, but the, what the Matzah represents conceptually is it represents Geula. Therefore, according to the Rambam, you don't need to endow any of these things with Cheiros. They are Cheiros-oriented Becheftzah. And that's what the Rambam said before. What is the general mitzvah here? The general mitzvah is the expression of Cheiros. What are the opportunities to express Cheiros? Dalad Kosos, Becheftzah is Cheiros experience. Yayin, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Matzah is Becheftzah, a Cheiros experience. And Heseba is an independent mitzvah of expressing the Cheiros experience. So this is the Machlokas, perhaps we can suggest, between the Rambam and the Rush. Just a question on that. Question. Yeah, oh. what is it? Who wants to attack first? But how does the Rush explain it? It could be that he holds like the Rambam. It could be that he holds like the Rambam. The difference will be only in that the... Only in that the... But he, oh. can, he, can, he can't separate Cheiros from, from the, the Dalakos of the Rosh. So how does he explain Oh, you're saying, what will... Well, well, wait a second, wait, 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 second. Let, let, me, let me think about what you're saying. Let me think about what you're saying. Because according to, according to the Rosh, if let's say you drank Yayin Mazug, but you didn't do it with Asachas, that's well, what you're, you're asking me. Shan Chai. Oh, the first case here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drank yayin chai, but you drank it four separate times. Right. Well, let's say you leaned. It would have to be a no, case where you leaned, according point, to him. But the point is, you know, but the cheres lo yatsa, I mean, the cheres didn't happen. The, the point is that you... Because it wasn't yayin chai. Because it wasn't yayin mazuk. I mean, there's two parts to this. No, but the point is, you you can't, you shouldn't be able to separate the two. No, 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 no. no. One second, one second. Even according to even according to the rush, it could be that I endow this ma'isa by leaning as a as a ma'isa cheirus. But it's still, if it's yayin chai, it's not a ma'isa. It's not going to. It doesn't have the kli in order to generate the cheirus. Even the rush would agree. It's not the hasseba by itself. It still needs what to be chala. So if the yayin is what's the yayin though? The yayin is just in special bracha in other words or something. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what was your question? So, it seems to be the way we're formulating it is that inherent in Arbakoso is Cheirus. Are you in the Rambam or the Rosh? Rambam, Rambam. Yes. So, but, but then the Rambam makes a distinction between different types of Arbakoso, meaning what is Arbakoso without Cheirus to the Rambam? Balakosos. It's a separate Balakosos. mitzvah of Balakosos. That, and that is one of the expressions of Cheirus. But we're saying that Arbakoso is inherently Cheirus. Right? One second. There's, let me just be clear. There's a mitzvah of Dalad Kosos on Leil Seder. Okay? There's a mitzvah of Dalad Kosos. 
And then there's the Shtia of Arba Kosos. The Shtia of Arba Kosos is Chirus. The mitzvah of Dal Kosos, the raw mitzvah of Dal Kosos, one, two, three, four, is a separate mitzvah. So what is Here that? The Rambam, the Rambam? How does he understand that? Is, that? is that like what we were saying, like the Rosh, like it's a regular kosher brach? Meaning, what no, is that? No, no, no. I, I don't think the Rambam has this concept of a regular kosher brach. I think there's a, mitzvah, there's, a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah of Haggadah. There's a mitzvah in Haggadah that these four times we drink, at these four periods we drink four times. So he, it's just hard the way we're formulating it. In the Rambam to detach from the Arba Koso. I, I, like I, I hear what you're saying, and if it wasn't for the fact that the Rambam himself did it, I maybe would be more more uncomfortable. Well, what's the category that it's in? It's just a step. Mitzvah Dalakosos. Mitzvah Dalakosos. So Mitzvah Dalakosos. That are like what? Like what other area? Of Nothing. It's an independent Mitzvah on Lela Seder of Dalakosos. It's not Koshal Bracha. If it was Koshal Bracha, then the Rambam would have right. all the uh, so, all of Taisus so Shitas. But then it's just. Something that we only have. It's, n- it's, a, it's a mitzvah. This, this is the mitzvah this night. I mean, you're still making a bracha on it, though. Yeah, right. And there's, there's, a, there's a real mitzvah. There's a real mitzvah. But the, but the, the ideal form of the mitzvah is that it shouldn't just be dalit kosos, but it should be kosos shacheres. So we want you to have yayin mazug and napavas achs. Okay. Why does the Ramah switch the order when he, when he, when he goes through Pesach Matzomar over there? When he explains it. I'm just wondering. I better know. It's a good question. It's a good question. Separate question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can... I just grew up. Yeah. I mean, where does the Ram get that, 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 that a matzah... It's, it, like, when, when, I, when I heard the order switch, it made, kind, of, kind of made me think, like, the Rambam was stuck. At, like, maybe... Like, he, what, like, what does he do? He just... He, he, can, he can explain Pesach. He can explain Marah. And then Matzah is like, well, I guess I have to say that it's Gula in order to make. Yeah, so then, so but then, like, where does he get from that it's that Matzah is Matzah is Gula oriented? Like, what is that? What is that based on? Yep, I think you're right. Okay, let's say there. Ad kan the briskerov. And Chavre asked for. Uh, oh, yeah, just a question. I love it. I can't get out. I can't get out of a brisk. It's great. Yeah. If you lean during the murr, would you undermine the murr? There is that. They asked that question, right? Is that what happened? Because if you're saying it's something that infuses the act itself. Then are you like there, there is there is a shy like that. I you know I did that sugya last year and I don't recall. I don't want to I don't want to okay. just uh, stam say something, but I do recall that there there is a, there are real issues with leaning during the morrow. There are sheetas that say there are real like issues. Like, like yeah, I, but I don't want to say I I, I want to go back to my notes and look okay. it up. But it's an excellent point that you make. I have to say one more thing also. Sure. This this here you didn't talk about Kulhu where Tosa just brings up the the fact that he's misupak. But whether you have to go yeah, back. because I was going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. But there, that that lechara might be a kasha on everything we've been saying in Tysus. But I'm not going to I'm not going to get into that now. Okay. Like I'm going to go with the briskerov's version of Tysus. Okay. You see us, Mitzrayim. You see us, Mitzrayim. So, as the Sefer Achinuch points out, this is Yisod Ba'emunasenu. Right, everything in uh, everything in Judaism is zeichel tzias mitzrayim. Even in the Asaras Adibros, right away when we're introduced, Anochi Hashem Lokecha, 
not Asher Bara Asaulam, Asher Seitzicha Meeris Mitzrayim. So the question is, we have two questions in front of us. The first question is, um, what exactly is the Chiddush of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Meaning, why is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim so fundamental? Before, before Mitzrayim, we were free. After Mitzrayim, we were free. So this, why is this like a fundamental part of Yiddishkeit? You should just say, there was a people that were enslaved, and then they were no longer enslaved. Why is that Yisod Be'emun HaSeinu? Why is that Anochi Hashem Elokecha Asher Otsay Tzicha Me'eretz Mitzrayim? That's question number two. Question number one. Question number two is we know the Balagada says that if we would not have been taken out of Mitzrayim, then we and our children and our children's children would still be slaves to Parab of Mitzrayim. And the same question almost is, what, what do you mean? Rulers rise and fall, right? Uh, countries rise and fall. Cultures rise and fall. Right? They were Jews uh, at some point. We were in a devastating state to Haman Aracha. And he also fell. But we don't say that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not have saved us from Haman, we would all be dead. We don't say that. So what is the Pshad in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that we say, and because nobody left Mitzrayim. There was something about Mitzrayim that like nobody left Mitzrayim. So what is it fundamentally about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that uh, allows for some different type of perspective when we're looking at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that we would have been stuck there forever? What exactly is going on over here? So we're going to be uh, lumdish about this. This is based on a piece from Revial Khan. What is that? This is a big Lubavitcher Mashpia. So he says like this. There's two types of Nisan. It's lumdish. It's very dinam in Nisan. There's one din, one nace, that we're going to call it a one-off. There's a nace. It's a one-off nace. The second type is called the nace nimshach. It's an elongated nace. Okay, let's first analyze the first type. There's one off. Chad pami, this nace. So one example of this would be Makas Tzvardeya. Right? Makas Tzvardeya. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought this plague of frogs. Right? There's nothing fundamentally different about the frogs that were brought in. They were just brought in. They were just brought in. Okay? Another example of this is when Moshe Rabbeinu needs to provide a simon, right, that he is in fact from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. he sticks his hand into his cheikah, yeah, and he pulls out his hand, and there is taras, right, taras is not fundamentally, right, there is such a concept called taras, it's not a, it's not extra natural, supernatural, but it's done, I mean, right now, he's got taras on his hand, if he wants to, because it's a neishad pa'ami, because it's a one-off, if he wants to undo the neish, what does he require? Another nace to undo the first nace. And which is why Moshe Rabbeinu, in order to get rid of the tsaras, what does he have to do? He puts his hand back into the chekah. And when he removes it, once again, his hand is naki. Okay. So the nature of a one-off nace is that it's done. It's done. It's done. And therefore, if you want to undo it, you need another nace to undo it. We see by Tzvardaya, that didn't happen. Okay. But then there's a concept called a neis nimshach. A neis nimshach, for example, would be makasdam. For example, would be makasdam. Be'etzem, the dam was water. Be'etzem, the dam was water. Except now, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a nimshach way, meaning in an elongated type of way, creates a nace that any time a mitzri goes to use that water, what happens to the water? It presents itself as blood. And any time a Jew attempts to drink that water, it remains water. Okay? Another example would be Kriyas Yamsuf. Right? We know that the Pasuk tells us that there was a special Ruach that came, and the Ruach blew the entire night. In other words, the water does not turn to stone. It's not solid walls. It's the wind is blowing, and Klal Yisrael is walking through. Since it's a nace nimshach, do you need another nace for the first nace to stop happening? No. All you need is the cessation of the first nace, and then memela, everything returns to normal. So, for example, when it comes to Kriyas Yamsuf, there was no separate nace that had to return the water to its natural state, because it was always in its natural state, except that there was this wind that was blowing through, that HaKadosh Baruch was blowing through. That's the difference between a nace chad pa'ami and a nace nimshach. In a nace chad pa'ami, it's now changed, the hand has tzaras, so you need another nace to come back. By a nace nimshach, not by a nace chad pa'ami, by a nace nimshach, there's a whole new... There's a whole new mitzvah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly putting into the Bria. And to stop it simply means that he stops. It doesn't require a second nace. Lubavitcher Rebbe, based on this concept, totally tangential, but I can't not say it because it's so beautiful. The Gemara says that there were these Anshe Boros, these uh, foolish people, that they asked the following question. The question was, um, is, the, uh, is the salt of Lot's wife Metame mace. A stupid question. But the Rebbe points out, right, if the Gemara says it, it can't have been that stupid a question, because the Gemara took the opportunity to tell us it's a stupid question. So really, what was going on behind the scenes over here? So this was really the question of the Anshe Boros. They wanted to know, is the Pshat that it is a Neishad Pami, in which case, it's no longer a person. It's no longer, it has no Shaychus to the concept of a person. Therefore, there's no shaykhaz to Tomas Mace. It's an ace tan me. But if it's an ace nimshach, then be'etzem, what is she? Be'etzem, she's right here in the flesh. It's just that be'derech nace, she's presenting herself as melech. So maybe if I touch that, it should still be tamay mace. A wild, wild interpretation of the Gemara. Very beautiful. He's using this concept in a very beautiful way. Okay. Now, let's take, for example the birth of Yitzchak. In the birth of Yitzchak, so Sarah was an Akara. Right? Sarah was barren. So that is a nice chad pa'ami. Because once Yitzchak comes into the world, right, that's a natural thing. That parents have children. What was the unnatural part? That a woman who was an Akara was capable of having a child. But what we're going to say is that the nature of Yitzchak Mitzrayim is not a nice chad pa'ami. The nature of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is that it's a nes nimshach. How do we see this? So the Maral asks, what's the value of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? After all, we were subjugated by other kingdoms. So he says, and this is an unbelievable thing, he says, the cheirus of Klal Yisrael is not an ordinary cheirus. The cheirus of Klal Yisrael is be'etzem. It's an essential cheirus. In other words, we have inside of ourselves a neshama. Nefesh kiss. This nefesh kiss is a chelak el This is a piece of God. Okay? 
We don't mean literally a piece of God. We mean in terms of the relationship that we have. There's an essential relationship that exists between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, says the Maral, the capacity that a Jew has is that he could be subjugated on the outside, but he's never really subjugated. A Jew who's tapped in, and this was the Chiddush of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, a Jew who's in touch with that which was revealed by Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, about the essential relationship that he shares with God, will never really be subjugated. Now this is very unnatural. That's why it has to be a Nes Nimshach. Because in this physical world, everything is subject to subjugation. You just have to find out who has more power. So for example, today nation A has the most power. So they have the capability of subjugating nation B. Tomorrow nation B has power. So they will subjugate nation A. And everything is like that, right? We have the capacity to dominate a species. So they are subjugated to us. Within the physical world, everything is in a state of eat or be eaten. Yeah? Be the slave owner or be the slave. That's the way it works in the physical world. The Chiddush of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is that Klal Yisrael went out of that system. We no longer exist within that system of who's bigger than who, because now the revelation of our attachment to the infinite says we're, not, we're no longer holding in the finite realm of slavery. In other words, within this world, there's a concept called slavery. But within the world of attachment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's no place for slavery. Which is why Rashi explains the Jew is not really supposed to be sold as an Eved. What does Rashi say? Shtarai kodem. My star comes before, right? If you have a lien on a piece of property and then somebody else gets a lien on the piece of the property, who has it first? The one who has the initial lien. Right? He has the initial star. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to us, this was the Chiddush, and it's a nice nimshach. The Chiddush of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim is you do not have the capacity to be enslaved because you're no longer operating within that system. And remember, that's got to be a Neis Nimshach because the whole world is not that way. This is fundamentally constantly coming into the Bria. Now we, of course, not only have a Nefesh Alakis, but we also have a Nefesh Abahamas. Right? We also have a physical body. And the Avoda, right, the Avoda for us is that our physical body should be able to have the capacity that the Nefesh Alakis has. Let me give you a very practical example. Probably some of you know this story already. Viktor Frankl was the famous psychologist who did his doctoral dissertation prior to World War II. He was, of course, a Jew. And he was already, people don't know this, he was already a psychologist. He came with his doctoral dissertation to the concentration camps. And he begged the Nazi, who was taking away all their stuff, he begged them, please let me hold on to my doctoral dissertation. This is the one thing that's more important to me than anything in the whole world. And the way the story is told is that it seemed that the Nazi was considering it for a minute, and then he said, no, I can't do this. this we have to take everything away from you. And he took it away, and he gave him the prisoner's clothing. Now, you know, in the, uh, in the concentration camps, when you got a prisoner's clothing, it wasn't, uh, wasn't fresh off of the machine that you got brand new clothing. Whose clothing did you get? Somebody who had just been killed. So after having his whole life's work stripped away from him, and he's given this dead man's clothing, he's feeling totally broken, he sticks his hands into the pocket of the, uh, of the pants that he was wearing, and he pulls out a tiny piece of paper, and on that piece of paper was written, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad. And Frankel said that in that moment, his life was reborn. 
And based on that and other experiences that he had in the Holocaust, he came up with this concept called logotherapy. What was logotherapy? Logotherapy basically said that if you can ascribe meaning to your situation, if you can attach yourself to purpose, so then you can endure. And he said that those people that lost purpose, they lost hope. Right? They weren't connected to something larger than the concentration camps. They died. They had no, they had no cheshek to survive. They had no capacity for the will to survive. But those people who were attached to what we would call the nefesh alokis, right? because purpose, the concept of purpose, is connected on an essential level to the concept of infinite, right? because otherwise we're just a protoplasmic as, you know, accident, or a biological accident, or a chemical-induced accident. Right? So the fact that a person can live with purpose means that he's be'etzen not there. So you, the Nazi, might be beating me down, but a Jew doesn't exist. And this is what the morale means. The morale means that, yes, throughout history, Jews were subjugated many times. But after Yisiyah's Mitzrayim, we didn't feel that subjugation. Because we had Shtar Kodem. We understood that we were Be'etzem already attached to the Rabbani Shalom. So that is the unique capacity of the Jew. The unique capacity of the Jew is no matter what the situation, no matter how difficult it is. Right? And Yisiyah's Mitzrayim is all bad, as we just learned in the Rambam. Laharos Asatzmo. Yeah, that we ourselves are leaving Mitzrayim. What do we have to be experiencing? We have to be experiencing that we are free on an essential level. This is the Chayrus that we were just talking about. It reflects itself in the Haseba, it reflects itself in Dalat Kosos, and in Matzah, depending on which Shita you're in, for sure in the Rambam. And even in the Rosh, the idea is to endow it. But the idea here is that you are connected. And this explains why Yisiyas Mitzrayim is the lead-in to Matan Torah, is the lead-in to Shavuos. Because what is Matan Torah all about? Matan Torah really, on the deepest level, is about the merging of two worlds. It's the merging of the finite and the infinite, or the revelation of the infinite. Right? Because we're taking God's infinite word and bringing it down into the finite capacity of this world. And that's really what it's about. It's about merging these two worlds in the very same way that the Nefesh HaLokis has to merge with the Nefesh HaBahamis to experience the essential Chayrus that was revealed to us by Yisiyas Mitzrayim. And therefore, that is our Avodah. Our avoda, when we look into this world, right, we engage this world, and what's the purpose of engaging this world? We're connecting the outer world with the inner world, just like we're connecting the Nefesh Elokis and the Nefesh Abahamis, just like we're connecting, right, in a, on a spiritual level by Matan Torah, we're connecting God's word to God's world. So too, on an everyday, on an, on an everyday basis, the, the concept of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is that we've left Mitzrayim, the Hainu, we're in a whole new relationship with Hashem, which is a Nes Nimshach, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly bringing that into the Bria. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly telling a Jew, you are free. Ah, you have so much around you that enslaves you. And we feel enslaved, whether it's to, you know, sometimes we feel enslaved to our jobs, sometimes we feel enslaved to our families, even though our families can be a beautiful thing. We all know that a person can be weighed down by their families, right? People suffer, you know, nebuch from shalom bias issues, people suffer from sometimes issues with their children, sometimes people are suffering from all sorts of addictions, right? So, Be'etzem, we know that it's, it's possible for a person to be brought down. But the consciousness of a Jew has to be that I'm bigger than all of those things. The reason why we suffer from all those afflictions is because we think we're smaller than those things. Because we're living in the physical world. And in the physical world, what do we see? We see this situation is bigger than me. So I don't have the capacity to withstand. But Adarabah, a Jew has to know that every time he engages in the world, every single time, no matter where he's engaging in the world, he has to know there's a nes nimshach, a constant stream from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just like by Kriyas Yamsuf. That wind is blowing, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, you are free. You're attached to me. You're living in the infinite. You're not, chas v'shalom, limited by this finite universe. And that was the Chiddush of Yisiyas Mitzrayim. That's why it's Yesod Be'emun 
And that's why it's, God doesn't say I created the world. That I created the world is one thing. But I am the Lord your God, Dahainu, you're with Mina. This is the Yesod of our Amun. Chakashu Sameach.